0: Welcome to Love, Lead, Listen, a podcast from Alpha Gamma Delta. I'm your host, Emily Weiss. Join us as we discuss topics that affect women of today and examine the ways that we can be women with purpose. Hello, and welcome to our special bonus episode of Love, Lead, Listen. Today, we're talking about all things leadership consultants. Abby Gendorf is a second year leadership consultant at Alpha Gamma Delta and is from Beta Beta Chapter at North Dakota State and has graciously offered to be here and talk to us about her experience. Abby, welcome.
1: Hi, Emily. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and talk about my leadership consultant experience.
0: I'm sure there's some of our listeners that have met you before when you've traveled to their chapters. Yes. I
1: had the opportunity to travel last year and I got to meet so many amazing women from all across the United States. I didn't have the t- opportunity to jump up to Canada, but I know some of my fellow LCs did and they had a great time meeting our Canadian sisters as well. But I got to travel all over and really get to know some truly incredible women.
0: Well, Abby, to start off, can you tell me a little bit about what was it like to apply to be in an LC last year?
1: Yeah. So the application process, I started in November of my senior year of college at North Dakota State. And it was something that I had kind of been interested in in the past, but I completed the online application. It was kind of a situation where I was like, well, I'll just apply and see if it goes anywhere. I wasn't 100% sure that it was going to be What ended up being my career the last two years, but I was like, let's just apply and see. And then I ended up getting a Skype interview, which was a super nerve wracking experience because I had never done a Skype interview before, which now I think is kind of funny because we do Skype and Zoom and all kinds of different virtual things, but this was pre COVID. So it was my first time doing any sort of video conference with anything. And I actually, I don't know if I've ever told anyone on staff this before. But I was so nervous that I jotted down the wrong date in my planner. I actually was sitting on a Skype call by myself for about 20 minutes before I realized I was a week early for my LC interview. So I had to recheck out a room on campus and re-get ready and get my blazer and everything. But it kind of got some of those nerves out because I was like, well, this is for sure the right date and time. And then after my Skype interview, I had the opportunity to fly out to Indianapolis, and it was a really cool opportunity. I got to meet women from all over the country who were also, you know, hoping to step into this role as a leadership consultant. And it was cool because we all had different collegiate experiences. People were coming from Canada, from Florida, from California, Minnesota, all over, and we really got the opportunity to share that even though our collegiate experiences might have been a little bit different, we had Alpha Gam kind of binding us together, which was really a unique experience. And just hearing about how different campuses, you know, incorporate Greek life into their collegiate experience and those sorts of things. It was just really cool. And then, you know, a little ways after the interview weekend, I got the call and I was so excited. Um, I answered the call, and they said they were offering me the position, and I said, are you serious? Because I was in a little bit of shock, but I was so excited, and that was kind of the interview process for me.
0: That is so exciting, and it sounds like it was a process where you got to meet a lot of sisters and kind of feel a different type of sisterhood than you might feel in a collegiate chapter.
1: Yes, it definitely allowed me the opportunity, like I said, to kind of see what Alphagam was like in places that were a lot different than North Dakota State and kind of see that even though we had different experiences, you know, Alphagam was binding us together, which was really cool and really a special experience. And it was really fun to kind of have that bond and um, have that camaraderie with those women who were from all over the place.
0: Absolutely. Well, you mentioned that you had the little snafu of not having the right date, but Would you have any tips for someone that is going through a Skype interview or a Teams interview for the first time?
1: Yeah. So I actually was pretty confident after my Skype interview that it had gone pretty well just because I left feeling like there was no question that I didn't have a good answer to. And so, the preparation that led up to that, I kind of sat down and thought through, and I even Googled, like, what are common interview questions that I might be asked, and kind of reading through those and jotting down, like, bullet points of, okay, if they ask about a situation where I did not meet a goal or a situation where I had to work on a team, because those had come up on my Google search. So, I had jotted down and thought through, if I get asked this, this is what I think my answer would be. And then I also, just had a list of things that I had experienced, my leadership opportunities that I had had throughout my college experience through my job that I was working at, through internships, through my leadership positions in different organizations on campus. And I had those on a sticky note actually on my computer so that I wouldn't forget all of the things that I had been involved in during my collegiate experience. So preparation is definitely key. And The other thing I like to remember is they're never going to ask me a question I don't know the answer to. Like there's no, nope, that was the wrong answer kind of situations in these types of interviews. It's always things that you have experienced that you just need to be able to articulate. So I think that's also very calming. But I was also Googling, you know, what kind of greeting to do, what kind of closing, those sorts of things. And an interview tip that I got when I was in college at a leadership seminar that I still use in every single interview is, as you're wrapping up, make sure you have some questions prepared for the interviewer as well. So I always recommend doing that. And then closing with, well, if you don't have any additional questions for me, I want to leave you with a little statement about myself. If you do choose me for this position, you'll be getting someone on your team who is, and then you can list off some things about yourself. So hardworking, passionate about the sorority experience, those sorts of things and interviewers love that. It's really great to kind of hear a nice closing from the person that you're interviewing and saying that I'm so excited about this opportunity. Here are a couple more things just as a reminder about me that I will bring to this position and thank them for having the interview with you, having a chance to speak with you.
0: Those all sound like super helpful tips no matter where you're interviewing, but I know if I was interviewing for an LC position, I'd love to hear those tips and know that Preparation is key, but also knowing to ask questions. Like you said, that also gives you an opportunity to learn more about the position and the company.
1: Absolutely. And I think that's important. Um, And sometimes things that people, especially young people, can forget is not only is the company using that interview to get to know you, but you should also use that interview to get to know the company a little bit better.
0: So you got the call that you're an LC. How do you prepare for life on the road?
1: Oh, my goodness. So, the first thing I did was Google different things for living out of a suitcase and what kind of preparation I would need. And for my graduation present for my parents, I actually asked for luggage, so that I would have a nice suitcase when I was um, spending all those ta- all those hours in the airport. You know, I wanted to have a nice suitcase that would be able to protect all of my like stuff, my life, essentially, and then. We actually did some shopping. My mom and I did some different professional clothes. But then I remember asking, I was like, am I allowed to wear like comfy workout clothes? And like, what's the expectation for pajamas? And I had so many questions. So it was so nice to have the second year leadership consultants on our team who I could bother all the time and ask those types of questions. And also my supervisor who is doing our training also was a great just source of knowledge of like, you don't have to have a special attire if you're going to work out. Like. <laughs> whatever you're wearing will be fine. You should have your own room most of the time. So whatever pajamas you want are going to be fine as well. And I was like, okay, I don't need to buy like a special like satin set of pajamas that need to match and have slippers and all that kind of stuff. So lots of Googling, lots of trying to find outfits that um, work on multiple levels. So if I'm bringing a blazer, it has to go with at least three outfits, those sorts of things. So that I am not packing a ton of outfits that I'm only going to work with one other thing or those sorts of things.
0: Being able to pick and choose the different pieces sounds important when you're living out of a suitcase for nine months. Is that how long it usually is?
1: Yes. So we started traveling in August and then We ended our year last year in March. Um, Actually, we came off the road right as COVID-19 was kind of peaking a little bit. So it was really actually good timing for us to be able to just go home and be with our families and kind of figure out with the rest of the world what our next steps were going to be.
0: Yeah. Making sure you had that time with your family, I'm sure, was helpful as well.
1: Yes. And we did get some chunks of time at home throughout our year as well, which was really nice. So I got to spend the winter holidays with my family and Thanksgiving together because if colleges aren't in session, there's not a lot that the LCs are going to be able to do as far as traveling. So we did some remote work during those times and helped out with some tasks like getting ready for the academy for collegiate officers and those sorts of things, but less focused
0: on the collegiate
1: visits at that
0: time. So you mentioned collegiate visits. Where did you travel to?
1: Yeah, so I got to travel to quite a few different places. My first visit, was in Pittsburgh, Kansas, um, which I'm not going to lie, I did not know there was more than one Pittsburgh in the United States. But I've learned something new. (laughs) Yes, there. Another fun fact about Pittsburgh is that Pittsburgh State, the college that's in Pittsburgh, Kansas is the only college mascot in the US that has their mascot is a gorilla. So they're very proud of that. And there's lots of statues of Gus the gorilla all throughout Pittsburgh. And then I got to travel to Western Kentucky, which is in Bowling Green, which was beautiful, lots of rolling hills, and I helped them out with recruitment preparation. Then I traveled to San Marcos, Texas, which is between Austin and San Antonio, if you want to kind of picture where it's at in the great state of Texas, and Texas State University. And I spent a lot of time there with our Kappa Epsilon chapter. So the team that I was working on, because most of the LCs were divided up regionally, but I was on the new chapter team. So working with chapters that had been established in the last four years, who during those times um, get a little bit of extra assistance from headquarters. So Kappa Epsilon was one of my new chapters. So that was a place that I went back to a few times. And I was lucky because when you're there for longer visits, so like two, three weeks, you're not working all the time every single day for the whole time that you're there. So I actually got to, you know, if I had an afternoon off, I could go and sightsee and do different things and get to know the community, which was really fun. So I got to know that area quite well, which was really great.
0: It sounds like while you do work a lot, you don't have to work the entire time. You do get to visit some of the sites and scenes of where you are. Yes, and I think
1: it's also really fun that the collegiate women are often really excited to show you different things about their college town. You get to go to their favorite restaurants, that sort of thing. One of my other new chapters that I worked with up in Whitewater, Wisconsin, did a really great job of showing me their favorite little places. And Whitewater is a small town, so there was a cafe that I went to very often, and I got pizza from my favorite. And you start to have your own favorites when you're there for longer as well, which is kind of fun. And another chapter that I visited in Dahlonega, Georgia, fun fact, Dahlonega, Georgia, it's in northern Georgia, but they actually shoot Hallmark movies there because it's so cute. And like like holiday, they have Christmas lights up. And so I actually went there between Thanksgiving and then there ended the school year. So everything was all decorated. The only weird part, I'm from Minnesota. So there was no snow in Georgia. So I was like, it's all decorated for the holidays. And it just looks strange to me without any snow, but it was a norm for them. So that was also really cool.
0: That is so funny to hear. I grew up in the South, so I'm used to winters or Christmases without snow. I grew up in Alabama. I think there was one Christmas where we had snow and that was it. So it's so funny to hear that for you, it was different seeing that Georgia doesn't have snow in the winter.
1: Yes. And There were a couple consultants on the team who were from Georgia, and they would tell me about how when they would get snow, the whole city would shut down and they would have to figure out in Minnesota, if we didn't have the snowplows ready to go, nothing would ever get done from November to March. But in those other places where it's not as frequent, you know, those couple snowplows need to plow a lot more. <laughs> um, so it was just very interesting. And I think that's one of the cool things about being in LC is getting to go and travel and experience those different places and kind of see how other people live and what their experiences are like. And one really fun thing was I was at the Academy for Collegiate Officers in Indianapolis. And one of those gals from the Theta Delta chapter at the University of North Georgia ran up to me. And this was in February. And she's like, Abby, I saw snow for the first time. And she was so excited to tell me about it. So I'll remember that. I was like, oh, she was so thrilled. And she just was so excited to tell me about that.
0: Oh, yeah, it's definitely exciting the first few times that you see it. I still love snow. I know that's a hot take for a lot of northerners, but still love to see snow. I don't know if I'll ever get tired of it.
1: Yes, it's definitely something that I would feel weird without.
0: It sounds like this program and experience really kind of pushes you outside of your normal and out of your comfort zone. What were some examples of that for you?
1: Definitely. So I think for anyone, the experience of living out of a suitcase is a new experience. And you kind of have to be like, okay, this is what I'm doing. And having the realization that every week I could be in a new place that I've never been in before. And I think one of the biggest things that you learn as a leadership consultant is your ability to know what you need for yourself and advocate for that. So you are around every single different kind of person that you can imagine. And you're in chapters where you're eating dinner with 200 people, or you're cooking your own dinner in a chapter house, or you're going out to eat for every meal because you're staying in a hotel, whatever it might be. And there are times when you have to relinquish a little bit of control because you don't have a car you're staying in a chapter house, you're completely dependent on other people to drive you places. And so being able to speak up and say, I need to go to Starbucks this morning, (laughs) or there were women on our team who are like vegetarians, vegans, pescatarians. to being able to say, Hey, I actually need, you know, a different sort of meal than what we're having at the chapter house tonight, or all those different conversations, you're really able to say the things that you require to just get through your day to day. But also if you need an hour by yourself, blocking that time off on your calendar and saying, I need to go call my mom, you know, (laughs) and just, you know, talk to someone from home and just take a break from working for a little bit. So really learning about what is what you require to get through the day. And it becomes very clear, very quickly, like, I need to talk to someone from home, at least, you know, a couple times a week, or I need to sleep eight hours a night, you know, which always isn't possible during recruitment. But being able to say, yep, this is what I require to do my job well and get through my day and then being able to advocate for that for yourself.
0: Yeah, I love that that's a lesson that you have to learn quickly. It's almost like a boot camp for that. But that's something that a lot of young professionals really struggle with is learning to advocate for yourself in the workplace. Mm -hmm. When you think of these lessons and the things you learn, how do those align with your future professional goals?
1: Definitely. So I think there's so much that you learn being a leadership consultant that you take onto your career, no matter what your career is going to be. So I worked with an incredible team of women who are absolutely fabulous to work with, who are doing all different kinds of things now. So some of us are still on staff. Some of us are now teaching. Some of us are working in admissions offices or at different colleges. Some are getting ready for grads, like literally all different sorts of things. And I think that's the great thing about the program is the skills are so applicable across the board when you're learning how to interact with others and work on a team, how to ask for help if you need it, how to work under pressure, like those primary recruitment times when you need everyone out the door, ready to greet the PMs in five minutes, you know, you got to be able to work under that pressure. So being able to take feedback and also give it effectively. So that's something that working at international headquarters is very important to them. And so we really learned how to do that effectively as well. Learning how to take in information and not necessarily being able to regurgitate it, but being like, I know where I can find the answer to this. Give me five minutes and I will have an answer for you. And just so many skills that even soft skills like scheduling meetings, creating a calendar for yourself, answering emails in a timely manner, like being accountable for the tasks that you say you're going to do. Those are all skills that are applicable in every single job you're ever going to have. So learning those soft skills of being effective in kind of a grown-up job, if, if you will, are really, really great. And I think the Leadership Consultant Program gives that to everyone as well.
0: It definitely sounds like you learn a lot of things that sometimes it'll take you a lot of time to learn in the real world. Definitely. And I
1: think even having the experiences that you have in your collegiate experience kind of prepare you for that. So, a lot of our LC's have a variety of different leadership experiences in their chapters. So, some were chapter presidents, some were vice presidents of recruitment, you know, all kinds of different positions. I myself was in the Panhellenic field, so I was Panhellenic president, and it's all a little bit different, but even being responsible on an officer team, you have to, you know, go to meetings and answer emails. So, I think whether you become a leadership consultant or not, AlphaGAM in general does a great job of preparing you for what it's like to be working in a professional career.
0: Well, have you found that being a leadership consultant has helped you stay involved with AlphaGAM? Definitely. It's hard to be
1: you know, a leadership consultant without knowing what's going on at AlphaGAM. We get all kinds of different questions about things that are happening. So it's definitely kind of lit the fire to stay involved with AlphaGAM. I also get to work with so many incredible volunteers, both at the chapter level and at the international levels. Chapter advisors, recruitment advisors, other, you know, collegiate team advisors are really great women who are giving back at the local level to their chapters that they work with, um, which is really rewarding to be around and see their passion continuing. As well as our volunteer service team, who is really incredible women who just are on fire for alphagam whether they graduated last year or 25 years ago, you know, they're still in love with the experience, which I think is really inspiring and really kind of shows to the kind of affinity and the love that Alpha Gamma can create in your heart and that can carry long beyond the 4 years or 3 years that you spend with Alpha Gamma in
0: college. It also sounds like you made a lot of connections with your leadership consultant group of co-workers.
1: Yes. So, we still Snapchat and text in our group text all the time. We share different, you know, memes, TikToks, all sorts of things with one another. And I also know that that group of women is the most supportive and are going to have your back no matter what. So if you're having a bad day, you can turn to all kinds of those people. And Over the summer, you know, when everyone was in isolation a little bit, those were my favorite FaceTime calls with that group. Whether they would call me when I was driving to Starbucks safely, I wore a mask. I did not go inside. I was being safe, but that was my opportunity that I would kind of get out of the house a little bit and love my parents very much. But being quarantined with them for three months was a a little bit for all of us. I'm sure they were happy to have me out of the house for an hour as well while I went and got Starbucks. But they would call me when I was in the car. They would, go on walks together with me when they were in wherever they were at. And I wanted to get outside and it's been a continued support system of people I know I can rely on. So that leadership team is really just a fabulous bond that you're going to have. You get to work on projects with them when you're on the road sometimes, which was really rewarding as well. And just the most fabulous group of women can't say enough good things about them.
0: Well, Abby, what are your plans for after being an LC? What's next for you?
1: Yeah. So I think in this time, it's hard to make predictions too far in advance of what we'll be doing, but I know that I'm going to be involved with Alpha Gam no matter what I end up doing after this year. And I'm really excited for whatever comes next for me.
0: That's exciting. And I know that everything you've done in the LC program will definitely prepare you for that as well. 100%. So looking back, if there was one thing you wish you knew before becoming an LC, what would that be?
1: I think that there's a lot of lessons that I've learned like I said throughout my time as being a leadership consultant. I think something I wish I would have known is that there're going to be days where you know you're going to wish that you were a little bit closer to home because I went about 3 hours away from my hometown for college and To be honest, like I missed my parents and a couple of my friends, but I was like, I was never really a homesick type of person. So I was ready to go. I was ready to hit the road and I was like, this is going to be great. And then there were moments where I like got really homesick and it was a new experience for me. And I don't think I was prepared for that. But I think if I could go back and kind of tell myself something from future Abby to past Abby, it would be that that is an opportunity for your relationships to grow in different ways. So when you're missing your parents or your siblings or your college friends, and you're seeing, I think the hardest of seeing people hang out with one another when I wasn't able to be there. But taking that opportunity to, you know, FaceTime someone and get passed around the room and talk to every single person is really fun. Or, you know, having an opportunity to set up like weekly calls with your parents or your friends. Like, I didn't do that when I was in college. I definitely didn't talk to my parents every single week. So it's an opportunity for your relationships to grow in new ways. And you really learn the relationships that are the most important to you that you need to prioritize. So it's not gonna look the same, but it's gonna grow and evolve into a new and different relationship.
0: I love that. I feel like that goes for a lot of things in life, but I'm glad that you're able to learn all of that in the LC program as well.
1: Yes, and especially getting ready for... We didn't know it at the time, but COVID-19, when everyone was kind of on their own, like I remember talking to the other LCs and being like, no, we've been doing this for a year where we have to FaceTime everyone we want to talk to. Like we were prepared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're ahead of the game. Yes. Well, what is your favorite memory from being an LC?
1: Oh my gosh. I have so many favorite memories. I have so many incredible you know, conversations that I had with collegiate women and getting to see their growth throughout the year, um, especially those groups that I worked with continuously in Wisconsin and Texas, seeing their growth was really, really encouraging. So I would say that tied with any time that the whole LC team got to be together. So there were a few weeks we would come back to Indianapolis and be able to hang out with one another. And that was a really special time just because We got to swap our stories and spend time with each other and go to restaurants back when we were eating in restaurants all the time and sit and just enjoy each other's company because as close as we were, that wasn't something that happened often that all of us got to be together. So that was really special too.
0: Well, Abby, it's time for us to wrap up as sad as that is, but we like to end every episode with this one question, which is, what is your purpose?
1: Yeah. So I think my purpose is, especially serving as a leadership consultant, I was really passionate about giving back to an organization that had given me a lot, but also empowering women to grow and learn. And I think having the opportunity to travel and see so many different parts of the country has only grown that desire and that purpose within me. So I know that no matter where my life takes me, I want to continue to work with women and empower them and really advocate for not only Alpha Gam, but for the sorority experience in general, because it has given me so much. It's given me, you know, the job that I have. It's given me lifelong friends and people who, you know, are going to be in my wedding for sure. And all kinds of different love and friendship and also opportunities to learn and grow. So that is my purpose. That's so sweet. Thank you so much for sharing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me, Emily. It's been a blast talking to you. And I really appreciate being able to share about my LC experience.
0: Yes, it's been a joy having you. If our listeners want more of Abby, where should they go? So I have an
1: Instagram, Abby V. Gendorf, if you want to follow me there. And that is... Really, I don't, do, I don't post as much as I did when I was traveling. My life is not super exciting, but I would love to see friendly faces on there. I love keeping up with the collegiate women who I got to know during my year on the road. And if you want more,
0: that's where I am. That's so exciting to hear. And I'm sure they could scroll back and see some of your fun adventures as well.
1: Definitely.
0: So for any of our listeners that after listening to this want to become an LC, where should they go? So
1: the Leadership Consultant application is live right now. If you go to alphagamadulta.org and go to the Leadership Consultant tab, you will see that application. So I encourage you to go check it out today. You will not regret it.
0: And the application closes December 1st. So if this is the end of November for you, you might want to go ahead and hop on there and get that application in because it will be closing very soon. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here Abby. It was so fun to talk to you and I appreciate hearing everything that you've went through as an LC and all the experiences you had and how it's helped you grow. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Love Lead Listen is recorded and produced at Alpha Gamma Delta International Headquarters and is generously funded by the Alpha Gamma Delta Foundation. Episodes are released every two weeks. So make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you don't miss out on any of our episodes. If you like this show, make sure to rate us five stars on iTunes and don't forget to share it with your friends. If you have an idea for a future episode or any other feedback, send us an email at podcast at alphagammadelta.org. I'm your host, Emily Weiss, and that's all for today. See you next time.